Bears, Bulls, Black Swans, and even the Bison. You know what we mean. The Biz 1440, KYCR Golden Valley. With SRN News, I'm Bob Agnew in Washington. Tens of thousands of people in Afghanistan are waiting nervously for the news to see whether the U.S. will in fact deliver on President Biden's new pledge to evacuate all Americans and all Afghans who aided in the war effort. Meanwhile, the top Taliban leader has arrived in Kabul for talks with the rest of uh, the group's leadership. Time for evacuations is running out ahead of President Biden's August 31st deadline. No telling whether the U.S. will have to adjust that date. Meanwhile, there was chaos near the Kabul airport. People frantically trying to catch a flight to leave the country, many of them still stuck inside. It was exactly one week ago today when Haiti was struck by a 7.2 magnitude earthquake, toppling thousands of homes and buildings. Despite the damage to roads and bridges, relief supplies continue to funnel their way into the country. More on these stories at SRNews.com. Tell me why Relief Factor is so successful in lowering or eliminating pain. I'm often asked that question. Pete and Seth Talbot, the father and son founders of Relief Factor, tell me they believe our bodies were designed to heal. That's right, designed to heal. And now I agree. The doctors who formulated Relief Factor for Pete and Seth selected the four best ingredients, 100% drug-free ingredients that each help your body deal with inflammation. That's correct. Each of the four ingredients deal with inflammation on a different metabolic pathway. That right there. Approaching your pain from four different angles may very well be why so many Americans find such wonderful pain relief. If you have back pain, shoulder, neck, hip, knee, or foot pain from exercise or even just getting older, you must order the three-week quick start now. Discount it to only nineteen ninety-five to see if it will work for you too. I think it could. Give your body what it needs to heal itself. Go to relieffactor.com, call 800-500-8384, relieffactor.com. I'm Staff Sergeant Mark Anthony I'm Madrid. Staff Sergeant Samantha Cowell. I'm Staff Sergeant I'm Alex Staff Keeley. Sergeant William Lewis, and I am proud to defend my family and our nation. The Air Force Reserve is part of the story of this great nation. I'm grateful that I have a chance to wear the uniform of the heroes that went before me. I am proud to be part of a team that helps make a difference in the world. Every day, men and women from communities across this nation serve as reserve citizen airmen. Even as technology evolves and changes, our commitment to defend and protect this nation remains steadfast. We celebrate those who have served and those who are proudly serving. We celebrate our proud history and look towards an exciting and uniting future. Our mission is to fly, fight, and win in air, space, and cyberspace. And I am proud to be a member and of... And I'm proud to serve in the United and States. And I am Air proud to protect our country. Proud to serve in the U.S. Air Force Reserve. AFreserve.com The following program was pre-recorded. The following program was pre-recorded. Turn all the lights on and kill the noise. The Biz 1440 presents the best two hours of economic news and commentary. It's the King Banyan Show. How about a fresca? Your source for penetrating economic insight, razor-sharp analysis, and unflinching universal thought. Everything you need to maintain clarity and stay ahead of the economic curve. Now, here's Professor King Banyan. He's a strange doctor. Strange doctor. We finally made it to campus. Welcome. King Banyan Show on the Biz. 1440 thank you for listening job saturday 
Time for your jobs reports, everybody. Indeed, I'm going to let you a little behind the curtain here. We are, I'm doing this for you actually because I'm actually not in my office right now. I'm actually sitting in an office someplace in the Twin Cities and I don't have my microphone. So I had to, I had to get this down for you right up, right up front because big job report. So let me give you the, let me give you the, the background and why I thought it was important that we do this one. In case you're new to the show, first of all, always, thank you. I am grateful for the fact that you listened here on the Biz 1440 to the King Banyan Show. If you don't know who I am, I'm an economist. I've been teaching at St. Cloud State University since 1984. Uh, so I, I now say half my listeners were not born when I started uh, teaching at the university. And we've been doing a radio program uh Used to be uh, at the Northern Alliance Radio Network downstairs at the at AM twelve eighty the Patriot back in uh, back in two thousand four started this program here on the Biz and its predecessor uh, predecessor station back in two thousand nine and so for twelve years we've been bringing you finance and economics. The reason you listen to the show is because Job Saturday. This is that that day, and I never miss it. Okay, I figure out some way to get something to you so that you have the information about the jobs report right away, just as soon as I can get it to you. Oh, they took our jobs. Yeah, and that's uh, our normal sounder for for job Saturday. Now, why was this one so important? The last two months, I like, you know, I was like, you know, a kid at Christmas waiting for the jobs report. Okay, back in June, I'm waiting for the jobs report because this should be the first one where we'll really see a huge number and we get a disappointing number. Okay, we get we get something in the 500s and we're like, it wasn't so good. And the June number we're supposed to get and that number should be should be uh, should be near a million. I remember thinking in July, right around the 4th of July, it's like it's going to be about a million. It's going to be huge. And it was. A disappointing 700 and some thousand jobs, which is a huge number, right? When we, the reason I told you the history of the show, when we were doing this show back during the great financial crisis, which is kind of how we started this show, we do handsprings for 300 to 350. And here we were being, being disappointed in numbers double the size that would have been a, would have been a fantastic month in 2010. So here we are doing this number now and 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 you you look to see what the numbers are what the numbers are and the payroll numbers were were frankly just boffo. So so because you're listening on Saturday you probably heard the top line number 943,000 jobs added in July. And you heard the unemployment report. The unemployment number dropped all the way to 5.4%. That is big. It's not quite as big as it sounds, and I'm going to tell you why in a little bit, but I want to focus first on the on the payroll number. And I always say to people, when you're doing well in an economy, when the economy is really growing, not only will the top line number be a pleasant surprise, and it was quite a surprise. This is the first month in four months where I've been saying, ah, it's probably going to be a little soft of the expectation and it wasn't. It was actually the first time where I actually had in my head about a 750 to 700 to 750 and and it came in at 943 so it surprised me. 
The bigger surprise, and maybe the first important point that you need to know about this report, is what happened to the May and June numbers. They were revised up, 31,000 in the revision, so they're now at 614 uh, for payroll employment in in, June. in in May. And then the June number revised up by 88,000 jobs. 88,000 jobs in and of itself would make a nice month, not a revision. That is a huge revision upward from 850 to now 938. So the June number goes from 850 to 938. Then the, then the July number comes in at 943. So between 900, so about 1.9 million jobs now have been added since, have now been added since uh, June June 1. Where are we in terms of uh, relative to where we were before the pandemic? The answer to that is 5.7 million behind still. We're still 5.7 million jobs behind. So the question must be to you, I would, I would assume the question to you must be, well, where did those jobs happen? Well, first of all, many of them ended up in the government sector. And I think when you dig in, those government sector jobs are likely to be mostly in, in schooling. And there was going to be a big, uh, a big upward increase in, in school numbers. Let me go get those for you. Uh, state government education up 99 uh, 9- 9,900 jobs, local government education up 221,000 jobs. So it's a great number. Yeah. Some of this is statistical artifact of the fact that seasonal hirings didn't change so much because of how we reported numbers before. We're finally going to catch up on the local government education number. So honest to goodness, the 943 which was a significant, which was, which is significant. I am more interested if I were you to look at the number 703 as the private sector number, which comes in about where we would think it is in that most of that 220 ad from local government education is a statistical effect. i have to say, I knew it was there, but I kind of blocked it from my head and I didn't try to estimate how big that change would be. That had an outsized impact on, on the size of the number. So, okay, you know, you know how that story often goes. We, I, I always try to bring these kinds of things to, to the biz here on the King Banyan show, right? Oh, that was, you know, the comment says, well, that was good. Well, on the other hand, there was this, which was bad. Oh, so it was bad, huh? Well, no. On the other hand, there was this, and it was good. And I think that's, in fact, what's happened here. What's happened here is we are reporting the 943 number like it's, it's oh, wow. When, in fact, it's, it's, it's a good, good number. Understand, 703 on private sector job creation compared to the announcement on ADP of an ADP report that uh, only showed half that number in terms of private payrolls that they sent, they had, that's a, that's a good number. Had we had the 750 that, that I had thought we'd get, and we had within it 220,000 of this statistical artifact out of uh, local government education, then this number would be an entirely different story. 
So for me, the 943 isn't, wow, things are great. Woo, things, you know, this this is awesome. It's more to the effect of, ah, we got what we needed. Um, the economy, the pace of the recovery is growing. Um, this is the first sign that, that third quarter GDP might in fact even top second quarter GDP, which I think is true. I was on I was on the Hugh Hewitt show just yesterday on Saturday with Ed Morrissey and my good friend who's now apparently lit off to Texas. Can you imagine? Ed has gone to Texas. John, how could this be? I was wondering. That doesn't seem uh, that was he told us about it like a year ago, and then boom, he's gone. Yeah. I didn't see Ted going, or Ted, Ed, Ed going to Texas. I did not see that. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, I mean, I, I watched, uh, so I watched the uh, podcast uh, uh, instead, and yesterday I see Ed, and I see the the Alamo behind him, and I'm like, is there like some kind of joke? And I realize, oh, no, wait, they've moved. <laughs> they've actually moved. So anyway, I was talking to him yesterday about about this very thing about about the fact that I think third quarter GDP is higher. He suggested it would go lower and I'm like, "No, no, no. I I see lots of evidence." And my reason for that is employment has to pick up along at, just along with the the easing of the supply chain problems as people figure out more ways to get goods into the United States. And a lot of the supply chain problems are going to be solved by imported intermediate goods. As that happens, you can expect as well, a lot of jobs to pick up again, particularly on the manufacturing side where they added 20,000 jobs on the durables. Uh, but, but, but interestingly, motor vehicles and parts was again, basically flat. That makes sense to me because, again, they can't get chips. If you can't get chips, you can't make new cars. And new cars are really expensive right now. And they're going to stay that way. And used cars are really expensive. And they're going to stay that way. And that is going to mean, that is going to mean that um, I believe the third quarter numbers are likely to be better than the second quarter numbers. So this 703 for me now is the background. It's sort of the bogey that I'm hoping the economy continues to add each quarter because it won't get that that impact from the from the local government education numbers uh, over the next few over the next few months. That's not going to happen. But what I think is going to happen, what will happen, is uh, you'll continue to see production in goods and services, and then you will also, particularly on the service side, as people begin to get past Delta. And start going ahead and traveling and taking cruises and and getting into hotels. That's all going to happen. More about the jobs report and the and the household side, which was gangbusters. Coming up next, King Banyan Show, The Biz, fourteen forty. Tell your sizzle, what a lovely way to burn. Whoa! Look at all these options. You could fill an entire warehouse with all the different ways you can stream The Biz fourteen forty. Top shelf choices include TwinCitiesBusinessRadio.com, our free app, and Radio.com. Do you suffer from lower back pain, knee pain, foot pain, or fallen arches? Do you? If yes, just stop and write this magic word, G-Defy, G-D-E-F-Y. What is G-Defy? G-Defy is the footwear designed by Gravity Defier Medical Technology with the worldwide patented VersoShock sole. 
Their shoes are clinically shown to relieve pain by a double-blind clinical study conducted by Olive View UCLA Medical Center. You can try a pair for 30 days with free Corrective Fit orthotic inserts. If you're not satisfied, just return the shoes for a full refund and keep the free orthotics as a gift. Put an end to suffering. Save $20 and get free shipping from Gravity Defier when you go to gdefy.com slash radio and use code radio. That's gdefy.com slash radio, code radio. You have nothing to lose but your pain. To smoke or to grill? To smoke or to grill? What you doing, eh? I'm deciding what to cook on my new Louisiana grill. Oh, by tossing smoker pellets into pails? Yeah, you see, my new Louisiana pellet grill from Premier Pool and Spa is both a grill and a smoker. I've labeled one pail smoke and the other one grill. So whichever pail has more pellets is what you'll do? You'll catch on fast. Oh, what if there's a tie? Easy, then I'll do both. I'll smoke the back bacon till it's tender and juicy, and then I'll crank up the grill and finish it off. Oh. Oh, you've thought of everything, eh? No, but Premier Pool and Spa has. Till the end of August, get a free 40-pound bag of pellets with your Louisiana grill purchase. And if you buy one of the top-of-the-line models, you'll also get free bucket liners and a fancy grill cover. Can I toss some of those pellets, too? Nah, you can't hit the broadside of a barn. Just read this. All right. Get your own Made in America Louisiana grill, plus extra goodies at Premier Pool and Chan Essen today. Louisiana grills, you deserve it. Premier Pool and Spa, where we take grilling seriously. PremierPools.com. Hi, everyone. This is Mary Carey from America's number one travel radio show, inviting you to join Robert and me and Rudy each Sunday as we cover the ever-evolving world of travel and explore the world together on RM World Travel. Tune in this Sunday evening at 7. Let's face it, life can get busy. Between work, trips to the cabin on the weekends, keeping your eye on the markets, with everything going on, convenience usually comes at a premium. But Business 1440 is here to make things a bit easier. With the iHeartRadio app, you can stream your favorite shows anytime, anywhere, and it's free. Download iHeartRadio from the App Store or listen online at iHeartRadio.com and stay connected with your best financial partner wherever you go. Business 1440. Welcome back, King Banyan Show, The Biz 1440. Why not take all Well, 943,000. That's a lot of people's. That's a lot of people's added on the jobs report. We're doing Job Saturday here on The King Banyan Show. Thank you for spending your time with us today. Uh, we are we're happy to uh, be visiting. Uh, I've got both uh, Sean and John working the board over here so we're 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 happy i'm 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 well provided for by my friends at uh salem twin cities always well provided for um coming up can you believe that it's now 17 years 17 years we've been we've had this relationship including 12 here on the on on the biz (gasps) yeah and that's just that's just 12 on the biz well, on the biz. You've got that uh, Mitchburg fabled 15-year uh, thing coming up, that means. Uh, coming, years. yeah, three years it's from gonna, now. That's like a blink, you know? Yeah. Blink it, of an eye. Blink of an eye. Um, it, it's amazing. Anyway, thank you. Thank you for listening. And like I say, every every first Saturday after the first Friday of the month, when there's a jobs report, there's a jobs Saturday. And we go through it in some detail for you. 
the thing to like about the payroll report, which is what we focus on first. And my listeners, if you're new again, thank you. And also to remind you, the jobs report is two reports in one. There's one that comes by looking at payrolls on various businesses. Uh, about 6,000 businesses are surveyed every month. Uh, and then 60,000 households are surveyed every month. And I'm going to go to the, do the household survey in, a, in, in just a few minutes. But I want to talk just a little bit more about the payroll survey insofar as the things as you dig into the various sectors in the payroll survey, you know, everything looked like it was just, well, it's just the restaurant jobs. It's just the restaurant jobs. It's just the restaurant jobs. And so I take the 703 number. Again, we're going to discount the 943 to 703 because because the difference between those two are the government sector jobs, which I think largely are a statistical artifact from having teachers who weren't working before and working now. Uh, I am. I So there's that. But this time around, if I go and look at and I have to I have to do all this scrolling while I'm doing this. Um Food services up two hundred and fifty three thousand. So take the seven hundred three, subtract out the two fifty three for for food and services. The restaurants reopening, and the restaurants now have bounced back. So if you think about June, the July report from a year ago, there's no vaccine. Places are open, so it's not the crater of where it was way back in April and May, but it's like. They're kind of trying to figure out their social distancing. I got to wear my mask into the restaurant. I can wear my mask out of the restaurant. Who knows? Next week, that might be us again. Dang that Delta. But right now, you've gone from having 10, 10,046,000 workers in that sector to 11,016,000 about 11, workers in that sector. So we've added almost a million workers. Almost a million workers just in food and services, 253,000 just in the last month on a seasonally adjusted basis, a quarter million of that. So take out the seven, take the 703, subtract the 253. That leaves you 450. Where are the rest of them coming from? Well, it's really broad based. Wholesale trade was up, was up just a fraction. Retail trade was actually down. Remember when we were seeing these big gains in, in getting stores reopened, that's long over. Those numbers are flat. If you want to shop, you're shopping. But the thing that one of the things I'm looking for is I'm looking at the supply chain, and that's been such a big issue. I'm looking for gains in transportation and warehousing. That was up 49,000 jobs. That's a pretty big number in that sector. That's almost a 1% add just in that particular area. And that's pretty broad-based. Warehousing and storage up 10,700 workers. Transit and ground passenger transportation uh, up 18,800 workers. Uh, support activities for transportation, okay, working in working in um, machine shops uh, for uh, trucks and so forth, up 6,200 jobs. Air transportation up 3,600 jobs. Very broad-based in, 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 that, in that particular region. Okay, professional and business services up sixty thousand jobs. Again, they're kind of all over the board. I can I can go I can go look through look through and find them. Uh, temp help services up ninety seven hundred jobs. That's a good sign. Oftentimes, when people are stepping back into the workforce after being away for a while, they're going to go ahead and and take advantage of a temporary a, a a temporary help company for a while, an employment help company for a while. And it means that businesses are tapping that resource, trying to find workers. Well, heck, they're just trying to find workers wherever they can. 
but again, up and down, up and down the entire uh, list of services that you you would think about, uh, you see you see gains all over the place. If I go back and look in the manufacturing sector, durable goods ma- manufacturing up twenty thousand, including uh, fabricated metals uh, up forty five hundred. If I look in the non durable side. Yeah, it's just not much at all. Construction, by the way, up another 11,000 workers. Construction can't seem to stop constructing. There's just building going on in lots of places right now as high prices in that area are causing people to try to find additional lots. I was telling this story on another radio program just this past week. There's near the near the golf course I play at, there's this tiny lot. This very, I mean, it is, a, it looks like a post stamp. And it sat there, it's on a corner, and uh, out its back door, you could just walk out your back door and you could be at the driving range for my course. Wouldn't that be cool? You would think people would be doing handsprings trying to get to that, into that lot, but it's small. Nobody wants the place, right? And and so I know the landowner, he's also, he's, he's a, he's a builder, and and he said, yeah, one of these days, someone's going to ask me for that lot. Four weeks ago, I see they're pouring concrete on that lot. And sure enough, and I actually have the story. It's not a great story, but uh, a, an elder person who's a longtime member of the cl- of, of the course that I play at as well um, is downsizing as he's gotten into uh, later stages of life. He didn't want to have the big house he had before. He didn't want to mow a lawn anymore, so... He's moving into it. They're building basically a townhome on that little space. And sure enough, uh, his first name is Don. So I'll say, you know, it's good for you, Don. Don's going to be able to have breakfast and then walk walk from his bowl of oatmeal off to the driving range and hit a bucket. Okay, that sounds like a great life. But that's that's the kind of thing that's happening right now because interest rates are so low and and people want to move, people want to build their construction business is just going gangbusters right at this time. So, so up and down the, up and down the, uh, the list of, of jobs in the, in the payroll report, you can't, you know, you can't find a negative word anywhere in here. Now, because I did the joke it before in the first segment of on the one hand, on the other hand, I'm going to give, I gave you a little bit of a, on the other hand on the payroll report, which is, well, some of that jobs that is just the seasonal quirk on local government education. So, you know, it, it was kind of like you had some empty calories in the in the payroll number. The unemployment number dropping from five point nine to five point four percent. I can't tell you when I've seen a drop like that. Okay, except for the the whipsaw of our two month recession. You typically don't see five-tenths of a percent come off an unemployment report. And it did this time. And as and I said, well, let's have us a look and see what's going on there. Okay, so part of what happened is you had, you had people, you had some people leaving the, the labor force, uh, getting back into the labor force. So the share of people not in the labor force. So... I'm going to do I'm going to do graphs that you can't see on radio. Uh, so, <laughs> but uh, I'm going to have you have a have a mind, have this in your head. Imagine there being three buckets of people. There are people who are working 
That's the biggest bucket. It's got about 150 million people in it. There are the people who are not working. That's the smallest bucket. Not working but looking for work. That's the smallest bucket. It's currently about 8.7 million workers. Go back a year, that'd be 16.3 million workers. So we've taken almost half of those unemployed people and put them back to work. And then the share not in the labor force, that's the third bucket, and that's everybody from the college student to the stay-at-home parent to the senior who's retired. That's about 100 million. So you got a bucket of 152, you got a bucket of 8 to 9, and you got a bucket of 100. That bucket of 100 has been pretty constant throughout this throughout this period. It went up a little bit, it went to like 102, it's back down to 100. What happened here this time was that bucket lost 130,000 workers. And then the number of people who were unemployed fell by 782,000 workers, meaning that the number of people employed rose by rose by 1,043,000 workers. So 943 on the payroll number, 1,043 Okay, 100,000 greater on the on the household number. You put those two numbers together and that and you say, "Okay, it really does look like it's a million workers. It's we're really right there at a million." So, so as I as as I often tell you on the show, the number to watch is the participate is the is the employment to particip- the employment to uh the participation rate was up one tenth of percent, but the employment to population ratio that's the number that I really want to pay attention to. That went up four tenths. That is the big number to me. People are going to say, "Well, the labor force participation rate only went up by one. Went, only went up by by you know what one tenth of percent. That's not that big a deal. That's not the big deal. The big deal is people who came off the bench who are getting pulled back in the labor force." came in plus an extra 130,000 workers who were not employed are, are back in as well those are very significant numbers more on the household survey on a job saturday coming up next here on the king banyan show on the biz 1440 hi this is tim o from the kingdom builders you know as i travel around the metro and surrounding area i really enjoy meeting with you out there and hearing your stories How many of you met, hearing about your family, sometimes your kids and your grandkids, and even some of the four-legged members of your family? It got me thinking about our faith family, us followers of Jesus. Have you ever considered the fact that as believers who have accepted Christ's payment on the cross for our sins, we have been adopted into his royal family? Royalty? Personally, that's kind of tough for me to grasp. But in 1 Peter 2, verse 9, the Apostle Peter wrote, You are a chosen generation a royal priesthood called out of darkness into his light. We are God's own special people because we belong to him. This should positively affect how we live and how we love, not only those in our own family, but anybody we encounter. I hope this encourages you, and if so, feel free to email me at timo at thekingdombuilders.com or give us a call at 612-900-9166. The Bell Squad Radio Show airs every Sunday from 11 to noon on The Biz 1440. They address today's mortgage loan process and how to navigate through a highly competitive market. The Bell Squad team with Bell Bank Mortgage is paying it forward and giving back to the community. Experienced lenders with The Bell Squad will talk with local professionals from a variety of industries highlighting local businesses and communities. 
Join the squad Sundays at 11 a.m. on The Biz 1440. How'd you like to eliminate your expensive cable bill forever or get new satellite internet where cable can't go? Well, now you can have affordable satellite internet service for a few dollars a day. All you need is a mini satellite installed and you can have unlimited internet connections wirelessly in your home or office. And no cable boxes means unlimited connections and no clutter. You can surf the internet or stream any of your favorite television services with no cable. And the best part is, satellite internet service costs only a few dollars a day for your entire home. Yes, fast internet to surf or stream television for a few bucks a day. Call now for free details and learn how to drop your expensive cable bill. 800-430-8761-800-430-8761-800-430-8761. That's 800-430-8761. What does it mean to be a Christian woman in our current culture? How does your faith in Christ relate to the world around you? At times, being a Christian can seem like an overwhelming task in today's busy and challenging landscape. That's why you should visit iBelieve.com, a site designed for Christian women. Whether you're looking for insight, conversation starters for your church group, or just an uplifting message, you'll find it at iBelieve.com. Visit iBelieve.com, a division of Salem Media Group. Welcome back to the King Daniel Show on the Biz 1440. Thank you so much for listening on a job Saturday. Uh, took a little bit extra for us to get this show to you today, but uh, it's well worth it. On a jobs report, they showed an unemployment rate dropping to 5.4%. Lowest, of course, since the pandemic. Still not in the threes like it was pre-pandemic. So there'll be a way to go. I can't wait to hear the Federal Reserve spin this one, but uh, we're recording this at a time where where it's going to be here. It's actually been interesting. Just just quickly to detour because I was going to do a, I was going to try to do a whole hour without talking about the Fed, but I can't help myself. I'm, it's, it's it's so it's so pretty. I keep running. I keep you know flying toward the light. Uh, it's uh, the Fed. The the Fed arguments right now about whether to taper in September or December are pretty strong. It's been very interesting to me to watch how uh how this is playing out where where you've got folks like uh you you've got folks including some of the governors, which is kind of odd, saying, Yeah, I think we might be able to do it sooner rather than later. You typically get a few Fed presidents, uh, you know, usually uh Esther George at the at the Kansas City Fed, Jim Bullard at the at the St. Louis Fed are pretty pretty you know let's get on with this let's start the tapering now we need some of them are even saying i need room to think about whether we might need a rate increase in 2022 and of course they're not going to raise they're not going to raise rates while they're still in the middle of the taper so qe will have to end before they can raise rates and so the pace of that's going to determine it so they're having a talk about that this report this jobs report is going to play a pretty significant role but remember there will be one more jobs report before the Fed meets again. But this is the jobs report that will be on their minds when they go to Jackson Hole in about three weeks and have have their confab uh, where they really spend a lot of time talking about what's going on in. Um, well, you know, uh, things when when 
people when people come back. That's going to happen, but that's not going to happen for a few. That's not going to happen for a few weeks yet. It'll be interesting to see if there's any announcement about that. But on the household survey, let's just go through some of the numbers that typically we look at to see to see how things are going on that one. Everyone says, well, what happened with U6, right? All right. U6 is the unemployment rate that inc- that includes all people who are marginally attached to the labor force, uh, who are neither working nor looking for work, but indicate they want to work and are available for a job. And they might have looked sometime in the last 12 months, but they haven't looked in the last four weeks. That number, um, that number a year ago was 16.5%. It's now down to, it's now, and that's when the official unemployment rate was five point was 10.2%. Uh, that's now down to 9.2%. So from 16.5 to 9.2. Um, if I go to look at the number of people who've been long-term unemployed, uh, 15 weeks or longer, that number was 4.9, what was, excuse me, 5% back in July of 2020. So those are the people would have lost their job pre-pandemic and, or, or right at the beginning of the pandemic and have been out the entire time. That number's now down to 2.9%. So throughout the on the household survey, you've got more people coming back, coming back, not working, you know, not, not working part-time job, you know, maybe not working part-time job so much. If I look in, in, and so if I look at the number of new entrants, I noted for you last month, one of the reasons why that number popped, the number was not very good was that there had been an increase uh, of about 160,000 extra workers who were re-entering the labor force. Uh, Okay. That number stayed pretty constant from 942,000 and went down just to 930,000 up from the number from areas in the 700s earlier in the year. So that, that number indicates that there are people who left the workforce and now are coming back in because they see those jobs happening right now. That's, that's a good sign. The number of people who are, who are quitting their jobs. If I look at, if I look at those numbers, those, those, the, the quit rate has actually, the, the, the quit rate has actually, uh, um, in, increased as well. Let me, let me, let me go grab that number. No, that's not it. Where did I have that number before? Doggone it. Um, here we go. Um, that number, the quit rate, has actually increased all up to about six-tenths percent are people who are, in fact, have quit their jobs and trying, and trying, to, look, trying to look, uh, look at what's going on uh, in, in, the, in the workforce going forward. So that is, the quit rate is, is adding to this number as well there's a significant amount of churn in the labor market at this time. But as I go through and look, I, the, one, of the, one of the things I've been trying to pay attention to is the number of people who are, who are working, who if I look at uh, the teenage unemployment rate, the teenage unemployment rate is down to 4.8%. Think about that. The teenage unemployment rate, right? Excuse, excuse me, that, that, I'm sorry, it's 9.6%. But that rate is less than half what it was uh, a year ago. If I look at adult men and adult women, they're both at that very same 5.4% number. And if I look at people who've got a bachelor's degree or higher, that number's now down to 3%. Okay, so 
So if I look and say, well, if I have some college but not a lot, that's probably going to be that's probably going to be a um, it's some college or not a lot. That's about a five percent employment rate. But when I tell people you should go to you, you really should think about going to work uh, or going to college and getting your degree. One of the reasons I tell them that is if you get your bachelor's degree, your un- your chances of being unemployed in any month are about forty percent less. You've got more stable employment with that degree. Okay, um, but but again, I'm I'm looking as I look around as I look through those data, uh, uh, those numbers are strong. The other place where I want to look, let me go and and again, we're doing this kind of like on the fly, so I need to go find this number here. Nope, I need this table over here. Nope, that's not it either. So let me go backwards. We're we're doing we're doing things as we go along here. One of the things we need to we need to look at as well is going to be the number of hourly earnings. They were up uh, eleven cents, so that you've got an increase in payrolls of nine tenths percent. We're still seeing we're still seeing significant wage increases, up six tenths of a percent uh, in the month. Wages are rising as well, and this is all a characteristic of what a tight labor market looks like. All of the things we're seeing right now are just indicative of, yes, the job market's growing. I believe, and one of the reasons why I thought the number would not be quite this strong, and in fact, as I'm thinking about it, if I look at the private sector number, I don't know that I got it too terribly wrong, okay? So I'm hedging myself a little bit over this fact that this number this number includes 220,000 of, of those local government education jobs in July. So if you think about what that might mean, that's of course a seasonal impact. I think there's a limit to how many new people you can add to any business in a month. You have to interview them. You have to onboard them. Okay. It's August in my business where, where for those of you new to the show, I'm currently serving as a Dean of a, of a small school within St. Cloud State University, the School of Public Affairs. If I had to add 10% more, more to my workforce right now, if I had to add my school hires, but my, my entire staff is about 60 people, 50 some people. If I had to add five people and had to onboard them all at the same time, that's a full-time job. And I don't have anyone who can do that job for me. Luckily, because we work within this very large system, I can pass off little bits of this to other people around the campus to do it. But if you're a fairly small business, if you're a and and if you have 25 people, if you have if you're the size of my organization with 50 to 55 employees, you're not really that small. You're kind of a decent sized organization. It is hard to add five to 10 new workers to your workforce all at the same time. So you bring them in in ones and twos. Right. I'm going to add this person this week. I'm going to add that person that week. And you stagger them on. There are some businesses where you just got to bring a lot of people in at one time. Construction, I think, is used to being able to add a half dozen people, you know, on a single day because they've got a big project that needs to be done this week. Uh, If that's your kind of production, you probably have a way to do that. I don't think that's the case in many other businesses, particularly in the service sector, where you add people, you train them in. It takes time. You're not going to expand your payroll greatly. So the fact that we're getting these 700 and 800,000 private sector jobs being added every month, I think part of the part of the reason why we're not seeing like a 
a 1.5 month is the 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 economy and the businesses that are in the economy cannot add that many people at a single time okay it is a suspicion i've got some i've got some rationale for that do i have data to prove that i don't think i do uh i'm looking for data that would help me prove that point but i would really need firm by firm information i don't have i don't i don't i just don't have that ability to uh to do that right now uh so uh, to add you know dozens of workers at one time so, and i don't have the time to get the the i haven't got the time to get the information cuz we are adding people and we are opening school and things things are popping so we're going to take a break here in just a second let me let me set up this last segment for you i want to look at a little bit of the other data out there and then what i want to talk to you about is is what should we take away from this report in terms of what happens in the coming second half cuz this was our first real peak into what the second half of 2021 is going to look like it is what this report always does, and it's why I always want to rush back to the microphone and make sure I get a chance to talk to you. Uh, I think this economy is going to do this economy is going to do better in the second half than the first half. That's a bold prediction, but I'm going to tell you why. Coming up next, you're listening to the King Banyan Show on the Biz 1440. The Biz 1440, KYCR Golden Valley. Let's be boring and do a commercial about cash out refinances. It's Ryan, and our mortgage team will often have a listener say, I think I understand what a cash out refinance is, but can't that be bad for you sometimes? So let's hit on that. As with anything, it's certainly not the right move for everyone. If we don't have to, we don't want to add a bunch of years onto our loan or increase our monthly payment too much or pay more in the long run. But because home values have skyrocketed so far up the last few years, while rates have come so far down, we've seen many scenarios where listeners today can pull out a significant chunk of money from the new value in their home while lowering the years on the overall loan, while lowering their monthly payment, and lowering how much they ultimately pay. The key is to just look at the whole picture and be honest with yourself about your situation. If you're looking for someone to show you your options, we our United Faith Mortgage. United Faith Mortgage is a DBA of United Mortgage Corp. 25 Meadow Park Road, Meadow, New York. Licensed mortgage banker. For all licensing information, go to Animalist Consumer Access. Start corporate Animalist number 1330. Equal housing lender. I license in Alaska, Hawaii, Georgia, Massachusetts, North Dakota, South Dakota, or Utah. Need new windows but don't want to sit through long, high-pressure sales calls? I get it. What if I told you you could get competitive quotes from three contractors after one short meeting with me on any window brand? And it's all free. Visit My Three Quotes online. That's My Three Quotes. I should have done it sooner. That's a comment heard often from satisfied patients at INeedMoreHair.com. Dennis Prager here. If you've been exploring solutions for your hair loss, go to INeedMoreHair.com and see what they're doing for men and women like you. The consultations are free and the results are amazing. You'll be under the care of some of the most experienced hair transplant specialists in the country. Their doctors have given patients from around the world, including notable Hollywood personnel a full head of hair. They can do the same for you. Their technique is so advanced that their results are guaranteed in writing and their prices are the best in the business. If you have hair loss, don't put this off another day. Contact INeedMoreHair.com at their office in Egan for your free consultation. Experience you can trust, prices you can afford. Today is the day to get a permanent solution to your hair loss at INeedMoreHair.com. Dad, guess what? What? 
You are going to be a grandfather. That's great. Not too long ago, moments like this with my daughter would have been a challenge. It was a long road for me to find myself again after Vietnam. It was my neighbor Jim, another Vietnam veteran, who finally convinced me that I could still connect with my family and find that fulfilling life I'd lost. And I went for help down at the VA. If I can take that first step after almost 50 years, I know other veterans can too. Visit maketheconnection.net to find out more. Cool voiceover. Zany sound effect. We were going to write something flashy about streaming us at radio.com. But considering how easy it is to do, we'll keep it simple, too. Listen to the Biz 1440 on the free radio.com app. Welcome back. King Banging Show, the Biz 1440. Oh, I haven't heard this probably in, oh gosh, maybe 40 years. Um, I think I still have the vinyl, uh, in my, in my closet in the, in the basement of my house. Um, I lost a lot of my vinyl, but, uh, uh, in a flood, but, uh, but, uh, I did save uh, a couple boxes and I think that's still in there. Um, anyway, we're so glad you can listen to us. We're doing jobs Saturday here on, on, on the King Banyan show, uh, this hour. Uh, and, uh, thanks for listening to us. Uh, look, let me let me quickly review a few extra bits of the jobs report. And I have not focused on any of the other data of the week, and I'm not going to because I really want to dig, want you just to focus on what this really tells us. And I'm going to take you, I'm going to take, let's, we're going to go really big picture. I'm not going to dig down into, into a lot, a lot of stuff. Hours worked is a, is a key number. If you want to know how the economy is going to grow, one of the things you have to look at is, right, you take the number of people working, you multiply it by the number of hours they work. That gives you labor input, and that's about two-thirds of what production is. And so if you want to know what GDP is doing, that's kind of the simple math of it. Hours worked is up at 3.8, 34.8 hours worked per worker. Average hourly earnings uh, average hourly earnings is up, uh, was up four tenths percent month over month, five, five point two percent year over year. So wage, wage increases. I, I hear people use the words wage inflation. If you're the earner of the wage, that's not wage inflation. It's like, no, I earn that. And I'm, I'm good with that. Okay. Earnings are up 4.6% year over year. So when people, when, when I was talking to Ed Morrissey, as I mentioned on the, on the Hugh Hewitt show, on Friday morning, he's saying, well, when the when the sugar high from all the government checks ends, then the GDP is going to fall. It's like, I don't know about that. Because there's still significant wage increases coming through. I think some of this is sustainable. We still have a savings rate near uh, 10%. I still see nearly $2 trillion more in savings than you would have expected based on historical patterns. Maybe some of that, some of that money's being saved because it's like, oh gosh, I never want to go through this again. I'm going to save some extra money, but I have a feeling a lot of that is pent up demand for certain things. Uh, I'm going to my first concert next week. Uh, it all okay, uh, Sean? It's the Beach Boys. Okay, the Beach Boys are actually performing in Waite Park, Minnesota, uh, and uh, and and uh, I'm probably going to be the youngest person in the audience. Uh, but it'll be awesome because I love the beach boys. They're fun. Um, the, the labor force participation rate only up 61.7%. And so here is my case for why second half growth could be greater than, than first half growth. 
businesses have been saying for for weeks or months really that the extra three hundred dollar bonus of unemployment insurance has been keeping workers from actually applying. I am hearing reports and talk to a couple business owners them, themselves who say I'm beginning to see more people come in the door applying for jobs. Okay. So I'm seeing some data. This is this is largely local data from Minnesota. And I'm talking to a few local business owners in in the St. Cloud area who are saying I'm beginning to see more workers show up. I'm saying it on this show and I'm not saying this much on my on on any of the work I do up in St. Cloud because we have a we have a St. Cloud area quarterly business report survey in the field right now asking about these very questions. So I'm, I don't want to say it down there, up there, because I don't want to poison my survey. But I'm seeing, I'm seeing that out there. Leisure and hospitality sector is growing like gangbusters, and wages are increasing along with that. So in that sector, nine tenths percent increase. Here's the other, and so the unemployment insurance going off is part of it. Here's the other part, and then the one caution. You've got schools planning to reopen. And even with all the conversation of Delta, I know I've seen the reports, teachers in some of the larger cities and the big metros like Los Angeles or New York are, are sort of like, I don't know if I want to go back to school. I don't, you know, I could catch COVID. I don't want to go back into the school. I don't want to go back in the classroom. Maybe we should teach remote again. I think parents, and I don't think it matters what party they are. I don't think it matters who they voted for. I think they they feel like, you know what, I'm just done with that. Okay? You're taking these kids back. Or I'm just taking my kid and sending them someplace else. Okay? I'm going to I'm going to go find a charter school, I'm going to go pri- find a private school, I'm going to go find a religious school. I'm going to find a different school because because if you won't take my kid, someone else will. All right? And they'll teach him in person because that's what I want. And I think that's going I think that's likely to be there. So that's one thing. That's that's there. I also think that childcare situations are getting worked out as well. Um, I think I think that part is getting worked out as well. Uh, but but school reopenings plus the expiration of those bonus benefits in September, I think add a lot of people. So that's my speed limit argument. Is there a speed limit that says I can only add seven hundred eight hundred thousand private sector jobs a month because? Businesses just can't process more new workers in that short a period of time. The thing to keep an eye on that I'm watching the most is the labor force participation rate specifically for people between ages 25 and 54. It peaked out before, before the, uh, before, uh, the pandemic in February of 2020, that number was 82.9%. It's currently 81.8%. So 1%, of 20 there's an extra 1.1% of 25 to 54 year olds who are not yet back to work but that trend was rising and rising and rising uh all the way between 2015 and the pandemic okay so that number was high but it wasn't so high that people were not, that that it wasn't so high that people were uh that that number is is sort of got a lot of air in it I believe that number's real. I believe that number is something that can can still be attained. 
And if you put 1.1% more labor force participation, that's going to be about, that's going to be about, gosh, that's going to be about one and a half million extra workers coming back into the labor force. If you can figure out how to process them over the next six months, I think that gets you seven and eight percent, gets you seven and eight percent GDP growth rates for the rest of the, for the rest, for the rest of 2021. And if that is the case and the unemployment rate will not tick down, will not tick down quite so fast, but, but you'll see those gains and you'll start seeing, seeing those numbers being reported. That's where I think people are going to start changing their attitude about no wait, This isn't just rebound. That's still there. What does that mean for inflation? Well, I got to tell you what, I actually am going to have to spend some time thinking about that. I'm actually going to kick that question off till next week. And I'm not going to give the answer this week. I think the rate of the, the, I think though, the story of the second half of 21 is, is it was better than the first half. I, I believe that to be true. I think that it, and if that's true, that has a lot of implications for the stock market and the things that you hear about. I think it has implications for inflation as well and the things you hear about there as well. And we're going to talk about those coming up coming up soon here on the King Banyan Show on The Biz 1440. Do you have Medicare and do you use a CPAP machine? This is a national health care alert regarding your CPAP supplies. Using a clean CPAP mask and clean supplies is important to staying healthy. The best way to make sure your CPAP equipment is clean is to get new supplies. If you have Medicare, we have great news. Medicare will pay for you to have new clean supplies every 90 days. We'll even do all the paperwork for you to make sure that there's little to no out-of-pocket cost to you. And you don't even have to leave your home. We provide free in-home delivery. So if you're a CPAP user and you have Medicare, staying healthy with new CPAP equipment is easy. Just make this free phone call right now to get started. Sponsored by Specialty Medical. 800-860-4610. 800-860-4610. That's 800-860-4614. To smoke or to grill? To smoke or to grill? What you doing, eh? I'm deciding what to cook on my new Louisiana grill. Oh, by tossing smoker pellets into pails? Yeah, you see, my new Louisiana pellet grill from Premier Pool and Spa is both a grill and a smoker. I've labeled one pail smoke and the other one grill. So whichever pail has more pellets is what you'll do? You'll catch on fast. Oh, what if there's a tie? Easy, then I'll do both. I'll smoke the back bacon till it's tender and juicy, and then I'll crank up the grill and finish it off. Oh. Oh, you've thought of everything, eh? No, but Premier Pool and Spa has. Till the end of August, get a free 40-pound bag of pellets with your Louisiana Grill purchase. And if you buy one of the top-of-the-line models, you'll also get free bucket liners and a fancy grill cover. Can I toss some of those pellets, too? Nah, you can't hit the broadside of a barn. Just read this. All right. Get your own Made in America Louisiana Grill, plus extra goodies at Premier Pool and Chan Essen today. Louisiana Grills, you deserve it. Premier Pool and Spa, where we take grilling seriously. PremierPools.com. Every day, the men and women of the United States Marine Corps demonstrate their commitment to defend the American way of life. Since 1775, we have served our nation as a force in readiness. From combat operations to humanitarian assistance in every corner of the world. 
No matter where the mission takes us today, or wherever our country needs us tomorrow, we always remember the land we call home. As Marines, we take a stand for each other, for our nation, for us all, the few, the proud, the Marines.